And we're back. We are back. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying out for FM radio positions, morning oh, yeah. time FM radio positions, and that was my tryout. I haven't heard anything <laughs> back, which is shameful. But we didn't get to report quarter. Take one, two. We didn't get to record a <laughs> podcast last week because my schedule was pretty wild for whatever reason. We're getting ready for uh, for the baby to come. I still have to go to the doctor every day at two. It is, I'm over it. Yes. It's going great. You're trying to sell a car. It's trying to sell a car. Uh, selling a car online, I would, <laughs> I would rather sell like a kidney <laughs> online because nobody will call and ask you or text you and say, uh, do you have a special kidney accident report that you can provide? Right. Go to this link and uh, enter every bit of personal information you ever have. Right. And then I'll think about buying it. They'll just buy your kidney. Yeah. So if anybody needs a kidney or a 2009 Toyota Highlander, reach out. I'll let you know if they're still available. If the ad is up, if it's still available. Up, it's still available. Uh, did we? Don't oh, lowball me. Don't low. I know what I've got. Uh, a while ago, I came up with like the best cliche uh, used car advertisement, and I wrote it out, and it was fantastic because I came up with every cliche that people use when they try to sell their cars, and it was great. Isn't is that the one we were writing like back and forth? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. We need to find that text thread. Uh, yeah, that was that was uh, comical. Yeah, like you you ripped out the back seat. Because you wanted to, it was a drift project, but now your interest has shifted to other things. Don't forget the air conditioning. Yeah. You took out the air conditioning, driver's seat, or uh, passenger seat. I still have all the parts, seats. though. Yeah. Parts are in a box. It's on brand new Racelands from my last car. Um, <laughs> it's got a three foot high shift knob that touches the windshield. It's got a huge handbrake. You know, all those fun things. It's got, I think you covered it there pretty much. No, no. Because no, there's plenty more. There's plenty more. We'll come up with it. So what have you been, uh, what have you been up to oh, since we spoke last? Uh, just still learning to be a dad. Yeah. And, um. I'm almost a decade in. I'm, every day is still new. Yeah. I think probably the biggest thing is the M3 is gone. Oh, uh, it's gone. And you, I caught you listening to James Blunt. <laughs> A lot after you sold it. Um, just the one part. Goodbye, my lover. Goodbye, my friend. Um, and I don't blame you because that was a fun car. That was your first real automotive purchase. It was my first like enthusiast. Yeah. And it was man, so cool. So unique. Um, but I will say the guy that purchased it. Yeah. Super cool guy huge the consummate bmw enthusiast yes he even has a bmw hoodie i think <laughs> if that uh, that says enough does he have sweats um i maybe okay he wouldn't wear them into the office though yeah i have two um, bmw backpacks but no bmw that hoodie. Is next level cool <laughs> um so he the guy that bought it is going to take excellent care of it rest assured i've known him for a while yeah and uh as long as he doesn't let his son too close to it. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. No, oh, he man. texted me like two days after he bought it. Yeah. And I delivered it to him. Yeah. And I saw his name come up and I was like, oh, mercy. What happened? Yeah. What, what happened? But he just texted me. He's like, he was like, thanks for keeping this in such good condition for me. Heck I yeah. love this thing. It's awesome. Yeah. I was like, okay. No, he, he would. And he will love it and take care of it. 
He's, yeah. He's had, I'm sure he told you, but he's had a few E30s. Yeah. He still has one. Uh, I think he has two. Maybe he sold the other one. Yeah. But uh, had an M3, another M3 that met an unfortunate demise. Yeah. Yeah. Super cool. Um, So that, you sold the M3. The M3 which is, is good. gone. Yep. I know. We've been trying to sell the Highlander for a few days. It'd been, what, seven or eight months yeah. since I sold my last car on KSL. And I've never sold, uh, like a, a crossover SUV on KSL uh-huh. or on the internet. And the amount of people, the different amount of people that come out <laughs> to buy it is, it's been enlightening. Yes. To say the very least. Um, it's a little different than most of the cars you've been selling are like a little more niche. Yeah, definitely. Like people are looking specifically for that. Yeah. Whereas with the SUV, people are probably just scrolling through yep. mountains of SUVs. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. It's always funny to me that uh, dealerships will reach out and text. They'll go through all the classified ads. I know. And they'll text you and be like, hey, I could help you sell it. And I could sell you right. uh, a car that we have here. And I guess they're trying to cast a huge net. But um, the reason that I'm selling it online is so I don't have to deal with the dealership, homeboy. <laughs> right. So appreciate your enthusiasm. But yeah. Uh, I'm gonna. That's gonna be a no for me, dog. I see you have it listed for ten thousand. We could easily give you sixty two hundred. That's right. If you get something here, yeah, that is over thirty, right. um, that'll be your down payment. It'll be great, and uh, you'll be underwater in three months. So you like swimming, right? Yeah. No, you'll be underwater. I'm for, a fish for years and years and years. <laughs> It'll be great. Okay, I. Uh, we didn't talk about. A lot of the stuff that we wanted to talk about last two weeks ago when we recorded our last podcast. Yeah. And we left a little bit of a cliffhanger at the very end. And this is an important one um, because I think it's pretty well established at this point what our favorite, what our favorite car brand is, or at least the car brand that we probably uh, associate with the most. Yeah. And it rhymes with Schmorsha. <laughs> Not Schmorsh. Right. Schmorsha. Schmorsha. Um, so the the question that we that we uh, alluded to at the end of the last podcast, what car brand would you never buy from, or would what car brand would you never own, and why? Yeah, not so, a single car, not a single car would that ever, that brand has ever made. Yeah, would would you own? Would turn you off on enough to be like, oh yeah, yeah, I will breach my etiquette. Yeah, for this, I know we each have. <clears throat> excuse me. My five-year-old's sick, and I'm, I don't know what's going on in my house. <laughs> which, which car brand would you never own? And it's a little bit tricky because, I mean, you think about, I think about, oh, man, I'd never own a Ford, right? Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. No, I don't like a vintage Mustang. Pause, pause. <clears throat> yeah, vintage Mustang. I would never own a Chevrolet. Because none of their cars turn me on right now. But wait, I'd probably own a Camaro. I'd probably own an old C10. Yeah, oh, yeah, an old you C10. Know? I don't an know if truck? I would do an old an old Camaro. I don't know. I, I don't know. But a C10 for sure. Sure. And we are uh, in the middle of purchasing a Suburban. So it's nice. hard to say that you'd never buy one when you're currently <laughs> buying one. Right. Um. So going through all of the car companies <clears throat> has been tricky because everyone, it seems, is like, oh, you know what? I'd have to make an exception for one or maybe two. Yeah. 
so let's hit it. You want me to go first? You want me to go first? (laughs) Okay, I'm going to go first because ours paralleled pretty closely. Yeah, you're right. The the brand, I know the brand that you're going to choose. Yeah. And I'm right there with you. Okay. But for the sake of uh, being interesting for once in the history of this podcast, (laughs) we're going to choose something different. Okay. Let's see what you got. I hope I don't offend anybody. Actually, I don't care if I offend a lot, but I, I don't. Listen, let me just, let me just say this. We on this podcast are trying to cover why cars for us, why we love cars. That's right. Like how they fit into our lives and all this good stuff. And everybody to each their own, as some may say. That's right. Okay. So So, I'm not worried about offending people either because. No, I agree with that. Uh, And also, um, I was having this conversation with one of the clients in my real life uh, job. Yeah. This this week, he runs a super high end line of, or not line, but uh, he he owns a bunch of high t- high end retail stores, men's shops. Okay, I think like ten thousand dollar suits type stuff. Mm. And whenever I meet with him, he's the nicest guy ever. Whenever I meet with him, it for like an hour before I go meet with him. I look through my closet full of cheap clothes and I'm like, what is going to be the least offensive to this guy? Um, and he would never care at all. Yeah. It, literally, I could wear sweatpants and a t-shirt and wouldn't even mention it. Tell him I'll trade my M5 for a new suit. <laughs> that's that's a fair point. They're both yeah. from Italy. Right. Well, huh? Isn't your BMW Italian? Yes. It's moonlighting as an Italian. I give it Italian tune-ups. Uh, see, that's what I mean. <laughs> Um, so we are talking, we're having a conversation, me and this client. And I said, BJ, I am always a little bit worried that when I show up, I'm going to like, I feel uncomfortable in the clothes I'm wearing. And he's like, dude, I don't care at all. I notice, but I don't judge. It's like, of course I'm going to notice what you're wearing, but I don't judge you for it. I don't care at all. Right. And that's exactly how I feel about cars. I notice what everybody drives a hundred percent people in my neighborhood i know them by the car that they drive that yeah and it's not because i can remember people yeah it's not because (laughs) i think oh what are you doing in that car it's just how i remember a face yeah um so when we mentioned the car brands that we would never buy i I don't if you want if you love them that's great yes could not care less um so that all that being said who's going first me. You. Go for it. I would never own a Subaru. I wouldn't. <laughs> I would never own a Subaru. Um, and it's... I, I've been thinking a lot about this for the last couple of weeks. Um, and we live in kind of a unique area where... And I know Subarus are kind of associated with a certain type of person. A little bit more crunchy, outdoorsy right. person. And they're, they're great. Um, if you don't mind head gaskets being considered a consumable (laughs) but i just i've driven many i've driven a couple of wrx's uh even older wrx's and i just they do nothing for me just don't get it i just don't get it um if i wanted something with all-wheel drive that was fun i would get an audi uh or a bmw an ix um they're just I, i went back kind of through the history and the one that I might be persuaded to make an exception for would be a Brat. Oh, because Subaru Brat is so cool. They're pretty cool. But here's the thing. Uh, our brother that sits in between us in age, Sam, mm-hmm. owned 
like a 94 Subaru Loyale. The Loyale, yeah. And it, so the Loyale is what preceded the legacy. Mm-hmm. And it was an absolute dog. Even though it was old, <laughs> the spare tire was in the engine bay. Yeah. It had like 80 horsepower, brand new from the factory. And it there was just nothing positive to say about it. So two quick stories about that car. One, in the winter, if he downshifted and put his foot down, I kid you not, the car would slow down. There was something wrong with yep. it, and it would mm-hmm. literally slow down. Mm-hmm. Okay. The other is, he was driving past me and my friends on my way home from school, and this was elementary school, so we were walking home, and he stops, and my friends, because he asked, he asked if we wanted to ride, so my friends start getting in. I'm the last one to get in. Mm-hmm. The door is open. He starts driving away before I get in, so I'm chasing him, and then he slammed on the brakes, and okay. I just smash right into the door the open door and just got destroyed and my friends were laughing so yeah. hard and i yeah. was so mad i bet you were so mad yeah embarrassed he, you in front of your buddies yeah he he also now that i think about it hit me in that car i he, bet it did more damage to the car than it did to you he was pulling into the circle and i was like playing basketball with my friends mm-hmm. or something hooping he's, yeah and he's driving right because i'm i'm five five like buck 35 so I was not I was, in high school. You weren't. No, I was primed for the NBA though. Yeah, that's, that's what true. I was. I was always that's true balling. Um, but he's driving right at me. You know, like the last second, you like swerve out of the way. Well, he swerved, yeah. mm-hmm. and I jumped the same way. Oh, you were supposed to zig and zag, and you yeah, both zigged. And, yeah, he just plowed me. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I ended up right on top. Luckily, I jumped again a little bit. Otherwise, your knees would have been destroyed. <clears throat> yeah. Oh my. Yeah, that is funny. So I got hit by that car twice. Okay. Well, I'm I'm surprised when you hit that <laughs> it door. Wasn't so it wasn't so loyal. It didn't just fold in half. <laughs> right. Wait, I would hit that. Oh. Um. <laughs> so I've had one of my a guy that I started a business with a while ago. He uh, he was a loyal Subaruist. Yeah. Subist. Yeah, and he. So I drove his a bunch. Uh, more modern legacies, all with a five speed. <sighs> Um, a couple of Outbacks. Okay. And it just felt soulless. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, uh, no, not maybe. I would never own a Subaru. Yeah, I could see that. For me, I'm like, I'm all about, I love early STIs. Like 2004 to 2007. But it has to be an STI because I need the six speed. It can't be a five speed WRX. Um, I love those. So I would own, I would own a Subaru, but that's, like that's one really, or yeah, two that's maybe. about the only one. Sure. Yeah. Um, who, who was the rally driver that drove Subarus? Was it Colin McRae? Yeah. Colin McRae was. So you'd take one of those? Yeah, absolutely. But I'm not like, I've seen people put like the Colin McRae livery on it. Like the classic Subaru yeah, the, rally livery. The Pleiades, uh, logo. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not about that. I just. I just want, I want a blue or a silver STI with the blue suede interior, the gold BBS Subaru rally wheels. Sure. Bone stock. Not going to find it. No, it's literally a unicorn. Never been vaped in. You're right. Doesn't exist. (laughs) Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. It's like finding a 30 year old boat that's never been put in the water. Yeah. Rarest car in California, stock Honda Civic. Uh, true because they all get stolen because California is a liberal hellscape. <laughs> well, 
What? That's not what I said. Um, okay. So Subaru for me. Yeah, Subaru for you. I am just going to jump right into it. I, again, you have to think about this for a while because okay. you can like, you, you find cars, like you said. For me, it's Nissan. Yes. I cannot think, like even the GTR, I just don't yep. want a GTR. I think yep. I drove one a month ago. Mm-hmm. I literally hated it. What didn't you? So I've driven a GTR. Yeah. Uh, it did. It's just like you said, and I'm I'm the same way. There is no Nissan. There's no Infinity. No. That I would drive. No zero. Um, and I just I so the, driving the GTR. It's a rocket ship. It's it a is a freak show ship. rocket ship. Yes. But the whole time I was in it, I just felt I felt nothing. No. I don't know. I don't know what it is. And the thing that like almost swayed me, I was like, "Ooh, the old skylines," but it's still. There's other cars of that generation from different. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I would. Mitsubishi crossed my mind, but I would own an Evo any day of the week. Sure, I love Evos. That is funny. Yeah, but yeah, there's okay. Just... So let me ask you this about. So there's there's two things I think about. So when I was going through all of these criteria of why I wouldn't own a Subaru. There is kind of the, the like population that would buy it. Mm -hmm. I don't have a lot of interest crossover with that population. So it just doesn't fit into my, my mindset. Um, with the Nissan stuff, is it the cars themselves or is it the population of individual or the kind of the stigma of Nissan? For me, I think it's Nissan itself, which is rare because there are definitely car brands that I think about where I'm like, hmm, I don't, I mean, Subaru is that for me. Yeah. I would love an STI, Mm -hmm. but a hesitance comes from, and I don't know why I would necessarily actually care that people would see me in a Subaru and think a certain way of me because I don't know, whatever. Yeah. But that crosses my mind for sure. But with Nissan, I'm like, it's just. It's it just, just seems so lifeless it, to me. It does. It does. No matter um, how fast a GTR is. Yeah. Just uh, There is uh, a gentleman who lives close to me who I'm friends with, mm-hmm. and he is a Nissan and Infinity stan. Like that really? Is, yeah. That's all he... Wow. That's all he drives. Um, well, he's a big Ford guy, too. I, yeah, he's... he's. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, I gotta meet this guy. No, you don't. <laughs> um, he He just loves them. And his favorite... Whoops! His favorite car of all time uh-huh. is the early two thousands. You lost me there. Z, uh, <laughs> Z. Nissan Z. A three fifty. Three fifty. You can't even go three seventy. He says it's the most one of the most beautiful cars uh, of all time. And after I passed My out, mouth is like, a cape. after I woke up from fainting <laughs> uh, because I passed out from laughing so hard, he uh, he was dead serious. Yeah. That's to me. That's like the quintessential, the uh, cliche ad you were going through earlier. Mm-hmm. That's like top two cars that come to mind. It is when it that really ad is a three fifty Z. Oh man, just yeah, nothing, nothing great about it. He loves his Infinities. Yeah, uh, with the V VQ. Is it the VQ engine? I I don't know. The worst sounding engine ever made. <laughs> if you put a trumpet underwater. <laughs> Um, but he, he loves them and 
I would never. I I give him a hard time because we're we're buddies. Yeah, I don't care. You know, drive your VQ. Yeah, all day. Yeah, whatever you want. Um, so Nissan for you, Subaru for me. Yeah, yeah. I would be curious. A, we need to have Winslow on and ask him this question sure. because I have a suspicion that his list of cars that he would buy is smaller mm-hmm. than ones that he wouldn't. Oh, I totally agree with that. Brands. The funny thing is, so I'm a big Volvo guy, and he gave me so much crap for <laughs> always loving Volvos. He's like, oh, they're old woman cars. Yeah. They're old woman cars. And I'm like, no, they're they're not. Just because the leather, when it gets old, feels like grandma's skin. <laughs> um, they're That's not grandma terrifying. cars. And he would always give me a hard time. And what's the first real car that he bought for his new growing family? An XC90. A bright red XC90. And it is our design. It is an R design. And oh. I, I love it. And he loves and it. And he loves it. And it's so funny. Suck it, Winslow. Yeah. Take that, you Swedish meatball hating fascist. Um, were there any other companies that were close on your list? Uh, yeah. I mean, I mentioned Mitsubishi. They were definitely close. Yeah. Uh, if you asked me... Uh, how long ago did you buy your 240, your Mercedes? Um, it was, it was a 280. 280, sorry. Thank you. Yeah. Sport with <laughs> carbon fiber effect trim. <laughs> right. Um, it was, it's that, been four years ago, three years ago. Oh, has it been that long? If yeah. you would ask me pre yeah. that car. Yeah. I might've said Mercedes. No way. Yeah. Excluding the G-Wagon. The G-Wagon, I, I would drive a G-Wagon any, any day, any. Cause you're a housewife? Yes. And you're pulling up? A hundred percent. Um, I would actually drive G wagon too in a second. Yes, but it's my love of old Mercedes. Mine has grown has, exponentially has, since you bought that car. It has. I see old like uh, S classes now. Um, and I am just. In fact, there is Trader Joe's that we shop at. Yeah, just down the street. Um, Trader Joe's. You can sponsor us if you like. Yeah. Speaking of Subarus. Uh yeah. Uh, get get in talk with Joe. Um, the main trader and have him get, have him get a hold of us. Um, but there is always in the parking lot without fail, a C30, is it a C33? An old, like early 2000s C-class AMG. Oh, that's cool. C, is it a C? Oh, I'm going to have to find out because now I feel dumb. It is so cool. Same, same uh, body style as mine, mm-hmm. as the C280, but an AMG. So it has monoblocks, oh. has the, uh, it's it's just fantastic. Yeah, that gets me going now. I don't blame you. That is that is some good stuff there. So there was one car brand that crossed my mind. Okay, Volkswagen. I don't oh, know if I would own a Volkswagen post Beetle, like air cooled Beetle right. and bus. Yeah. Um, I I don't like the modern things. Is there anything modern from Volkswagen that you would love? I don't know if I would love, but have, have you driven a Golf R? No. Like a, a GTI doesn't really do it for me. Again, I think that's the, that's just like the, the community that it is by and large associated with turns yeah. me off to it. Well, and everybody says it's like the hot hatch. It's like the benchmark mm-hmm. hot hatch. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't do it for me. It's not the Golf R to me is like okay. Now sure. we're now we're talking. Yeah. One but, of one of my favorite vanity license plates of all time 
Um, there is an R32 that drives around that I've seen a bunch of times. Yeah. Um, and the license plate says Porsche. P-O-O-R-S-C-H. Okay. Like the poor man's Porsche. Yeah. And I just love it. It's so cool. <laughs> so I saw for sale on KSL right now, there's a Miata with like one of the wah, wah. like long hard tops. But it also says... A long hard top? Yeah, have you ever seen that? Yes. Okay. It's, yeah. It actually looks really cool. Mm-hmm. But they also have a license plate that says Porsche, but P-O-O-R-S-C-H-E. S-H-A, probably. No, it says S-C-H-E. If it said S-C-H-E, then there would be eight letters. And it could only have seven. Not to get into semantics. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fair enough. But yeah, so... Uh, but to me, that's offensive because a 996... Yeah. Is the poor show. It is. Or my 914. Oh. The poorest of shows <laughs> <laughs> of all time. <laughs> um, but it was good. Okay. Uh that all that being said, yeah. Let's switch completely to the opposite side. Okay. There was an article that I read the other day. It listed the ten, was it ten? Ten or eleven coolest car brands as voted on. By the readers of this publication. Okay. I'm Who also go th- happen to be listeners of this podcast. Every single one of them. Uh, by the way, Jeff and Elon, shout out. Hope you guys are doing good today. Yep. So this this list is not ordered in any specific specific way. Okay. And these are, are these current car brands? Are these? Current and historical. Okay. Okay. I'm just going to get your opinion or your a quick thought on each one of these. Okay. And I have not gone through these, so this is going to be just like a... Blind reading. Instant reaction. Blind reading. Yeah. Citroen. Citroen? Yeah. I don't know if I have an opinion there, because they don't, they're not in the United States. I've yeah. never driven one. I know there are some cool old hatchbacks they made. Sure. The old um, rally, rally hatchbacks. Yeah. But other than that, I don't know if I have an opinion on Citroen, other they, than their so, name is crap. Uh, it's lemony. It is <laughs> uh, citrusy. Um I, so the only things I know about Citroen, like some of their, yeah, just like you said, some of their rally hatchbacks, Mm -hmm. pretty dang cool. Yeah. Um, they have the two CV that was like the French version of the Beetle. Yeah. Pretty. That's pretty iconic. I forgot about that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's good, but it's something. (laughs) Yeah. It's something. Um, and then they have a lot of crazy concept cars that come out like every five or six years that are kind of cool. Yeah. That is my extensive knowledge of Citroen. (laughs) So I don't know, just like you, I'm going to throw my hat into the uh je ne sais pas okay <laughs> um okay next on the list tesla that's right i mispronounced it just to offend everybody tesla. they were voted one of the 10 coolest brands I, it was 10 or 11 yeah tesla was on there and the reasoning behind it was that they have shifted and elon good job by the way buddy i'll see you at lunch on friday um they shifted kind of single-handedly the narrative on electric cars. So yeah, before that, did I mean, sure. there were like, there were a few, there was like, you know, the, the CRZ, what was it? The, um, the Honda. Yeah. The CRZ, the little hatchback yeah. hybrid. Yep. They had the insight, the first generation insight. There were a few other small electric cars, but Tesla is really was kind of the first, uh, mainstream car company to produce. Yeah. I get that. I don't know if I, I just don't know if I would include that in the coolest. Like I think like influential car sure. brand mm-hmm. or 
like change the game a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it'd be coolest though. Okay. Like, so yeah, I don't. That's that's a tricky one. Here's here's why I think it might be one of the coolest. Okay. Because the way that they are, the way that they update their cars, just over the air through software updates. That's pretty cool. Um, is is super interesting to me. Um, it opens the door to lots of cool things. It opens opens the door to a lot of tough things too. Yeah. Uh, subscription based things that certain car companies, your beloved BMW, has started <laughs> to play around with in like uh, subscription based heated seats. Uh huh. Yep. You pay three dollars a month and you get blinkers. Guess what? Nobody checked that option box. <laughs> um. So I think Tesla and just the kind of the fact that it is they just did it their own way. I, I think is kind of cool. Yeah. The cars themselves, not super into. I know that you love them. You've driven them. <laughs> you've test driven them even. So I, I don't want to offend you, but I, I think they're cool in a certain way. They're not cool like, you know, Ferrari or. Yeah, I agree. I, I think you're right there. It's not like a necessarily. I mean, I think Tesla owners can be car enthusiasts for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't think that all of them are. I think a lot of them are Tesla enthusiasts, which yeah. is fine. But yeah, I think overall as a brand, like it's it's pretty cool what they've done, yeah. how they've done it. Yeah. It's yeah. Okay. So that's that was their that was their reasoning. I can Kay. I can get behind that a little bit. Probably wouldn't have made my top ten, but I understand the reasoning behind it. Yeah. Uh next on the list is a brand it's kind of a niche brand you probably haven't heard of, Porsche. <laughs> Ever heard of them? Uh, they make something called a 911 <laughs> um, and a Panamerica. I think they make 43 versions of the 911. No, that's well. how they make 911 versions of the 911. <laughs> yeah. So Porsche was on the list because, of course, it's Porsche. Yeah. They make freakishly amazing pieces of technology that are somehow still engaging. Yeah. So if you look at Tesla's, Tesla's not engaging to drive. It's terrifying to drive because it accelerates like a spaceship. Yeah. But that's it. But if you get in a Porsche, and I'm going to have you tell a Porsche story at the end of this. Yes. Um, you get in a Porsche and you drive it. Okay. It's an experience. It's it's just the greatest. And I think any Porsche you get in. Mm-hmm. Well. Is, I, no? Uh, I, tell me what Porsche is not. The second generation Cayenne <laughs> plug-in okay. hybrid. Oh, okay. Yeah, the plug-in hybrid. I was like, wait. Um, you get it like a GTS. You're fine. Yeah. So Porsche, I think we can all see. I'm just going to lump everybody in the same boat. We all love Porsche. <laughs> Next on the list is an Italian. Uh, Alfa Romeo. Ooh. Which in Italian, do you know what Alfa Romeo means in Italian? No. Only works part of the time. <laughs> I just found that out. Uh, typed into Google Translate. Um, it's so obvious to me why Alfa is in the coolest car list. And to me, this is maybe... This maybe number th- one. Maybe top three. Yeah. yeah. Um, because they are just... As much of the experience that you get when you drive a Porsche, mm-hmm. I think it's even more so when you drive an Alpha. I think you might be right. And here's the, I've, I've only driven a couple. I found out why. Okay. Okay. So it has all of... They have all of the same driving dynamics, I think. So if you get in like uh, late 60s, early 70s, 911. Mm-hmm. The experience, the sound, the smell, the feel, like all of it is there. With an alpha of the same uh, time period, uh, you know, a duetto or a GTV or something like that. Yeah. You get in, you have all of those exact same dynamics, but also 
the adrenaline rush from the terror that it's going to catch on fire or break down at any second. So it just it just magnifies all of those things. That yeah, that's legitimate. I can't argue that. So what's your favorite alpha? I mean, it's probably got to be a GTV. If you want like That's fair. I think it's probably the best looking. But I I still have this thing for the GTV6, which is yeah, so weird cuz it's like it, it does it, it looks a little funky. Yeah. But it, yeah, it's just, it's cool. Okay. But probably a GTV. Okay. I, I can get behind that. Although I am a massive fan of the 4C. If I'm being honest, I know it's new. Really cool. I love the 4C. What about the 8C? The 8C to me is fine. Okay. I When that car came out, I was not, I didn't really understand Alfa Romeo. Mm. Um, So it kind of just fell by the wayside a little yeah. bit. Okay. But uh, yeah, the 4C. Mm-hmm. It is lovely. Julia it's Quadrifolio. Beautiful. I'm still a big duetto guy. Yeah. Just the ultimate can't 60s roadster. Oh, it's so, I can't even look at the front of it without kind of going weak in the knees. <laughs> um, okay. Next on the list. Or weak in the pocketbook. Definitely. Uh, and covered in oil. Um, <clears throat> Aston Martin. Yes. No brainer. 100%. Aston Martin, to me, I hope they can survive. They have been struggling for a long time. Yes. Uh, you know, part of the curse of curse of modern British motoring, I think. You look at Jaguar, you look at Land Rover and Range Rover now. Yeah. Um, you look at Aston Martin. McLaren has seemed to pull it together a little bit. They're getting their act together. Um, Zach Brown, shout out. Also a huge listener. Yep. Um, physically and metaphorically. <laughs> um <laughs> Um, uh, so Aston Martin to me makes (laughs) my bad. Um, I really do. Uh, The reason I love McLaren is because I love Zach Brown. He, yeah, he's, he's a good dude. He's a good dude. I, so I'm trying to think, we all know the DB5, the James Bond DB5. And if you don't, please look it up. It's one of the best looking cars ever i have the lego set and i have the hot wheels db5 yep the only thing missing the real one even the the modern aston martins are just they are just beautiful and they sound phenomenal they really really do um okay next on the list and this one is a little bit more this truly is a little bit more esoteric if you if you're not a car person one quick note on aston martin let's hear it there may be in the somewhat near future an a local aston martin valhalla Yes. So if you don't know what that yes. is, look it up and your mind will be exploded. Yes. The fact that there could be a Valhalla in within a hundred miles of the city of Salt Lake City Epic. is shocking. Yes. Um, and I hope that comes to fruition too. Yeah. We were talking to the potential uh owner of that car this week, both of us at different times, and uh I pray for a lot of things. I pray for the health of my children. Yep. I pray for my continued blessed financial success. I pray that he's able to obtain the SMR in Valhalla. Yes. Not in that order, but those are the main things I pray for. <laughs> um, okay. So on to the next list or next item on the list, Morgan. I don't know how I feel about that. Okay. So the only Morgan I've ever been near is a three-wheeler. 
You've seen a three-wheeler in yeah. person? Yeah, there's one around the valley. Oh, And it's okay. painted. So a Morgan three-wheeler is basically... Does it have a V-twin? Is it a, like a Harley Davidson yeah. engine? Uh-huh. And the, so it sits in the front. It's a tiny little car. It's yeah. a three-wheeler, shockingly. Um, one wheel in the back, two big motorcycle, like old-school motorcycle tires in the front. Um, and it's it, they're super cool. They are really cool. Completely non-functional. Unless you're Freddy Flintoff. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, he's he's going to be okay. <laughs> he's going to be fine. Um, so I, I like them. The kind of their kitschy thing is that all of their cars are made out of, what's the frame made out of? Wood. Literally made out of wood, <laughs> um, which is cool. Yeah. But I I don't know enough about Morgans to know. I don't either. They all look is super. Plywood, hickory. It's Ikea. <laughs> laminate <laughs> um so it's super lightweight uh so i don't know enough about morgan to be like yeah that's really cool it seems cool to me yeah. i like the history i like that they've been around for a long time um there are a few of them that look pretty funny though that i don't love yeah okay next on the lit <sighs> dodge nope hard pass yeah, i'm on hard dodge. pass on dodge um i just there's nothing i've never been a big muscle car guy yeah Never been a big Mopar. I, you know what? To be fair, though, I'm not a huge domestic guy. Yeah, neither um, one of us are, really. But I just, there, there's nothing that turns me on from Dodge. That was actually on my list of car companies that I would potentially never own. Yeah, I think the only thing that I would maybe consider a Viper, just because of what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd want to own it, but sure. I would. What about a Dodge Journey? Okay, yep, I would. 100%. No, that, no. Yeah, that's no. the one. Zero chance. Uh, Dart. Hellcat? No. You wouldn't own a Hellcat? No. I wouldn't. Okay. It doesn't, it, it just doesn't do it for me. Having that much horsepower, that's not what does it for me. Yeah. Yeah, that is true for you. Um. It doesn't really do it for me either, actually. Look, so. I don't need to compensate for anything. Okay. No. Uh, <laughs> next on the list, another, there are so many British makers on here. Yeah. And this one is a little bit harder because, again... I don't know if they ever came here. Jensen. I honestly, I think I only know one car that Jensen made. The Interceptor? But yes. But yeah. that single car. Yeah. In name and in the actual car itself. Yeah. Put that on the list. No problem for so, me. Yeah. So if you don't know anything about Jensen, it's a British car company. Um, they, I think they stopped operation in the mid 80s or something. It's something like that. Yeah. Um, but made kind of that like kind of like an a british version of an old muscle car a little bit uh super cool lines really i i think they're cool i I do too i I think think they're they're super cool and then there's a company out there building like resto mod versions Mm -hmm. they put like nicer brakes they update some things and they put a corvette engine in it which i think is too reliable for that car oh it totally is but unless they put lucas electrics with it That'll solve your problem. You know what I mean? Yes. You know what and I mean? by solve your problem, I mean it'll create enough problems mm-hmm. to make the car what it To solve the too much be. reliability. Yes. You can't go out and know that it's going to start. What's it's fun Brit- in that. It's British. Absolutely. But they named it the Interceptor. It is so yeah, cool. so cool. Side note. Side note. Okay. So my daughter's name is Lola. Yes. Also a very storied automotive manufacturer racing manufacturer is lola and the reason i love that name is because 
it, they make the most beautiful uh, car from the 60s of all time. So another name that I've been pushing really hard for with uh, girl number two is Jensen. Really? Mm-hmm. I think Ooh, it's a cool name. That is a cool name. But it has that automotive uh, cachet. I just think it'd be sweet. That, that, I like that, actually. Liz does not like it. No? It will not be Jensen. <laughs> but we shall see. Alfa Romeo is probably off the table, too, which All is right. fine. Alfie? Al- <laughs> Here's Alfie. She doesn't work. She's unemployed. Um, <laughs> I'm going to skip this one and come back to it. Okay. Uh, so next on the list is Koenigsegg. You know, of all the crazy hyper car, Koenigsegg, Pagani, I don't know if you want to throw Rigotti in there since they're owned by Volkswagen. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Rimac. Uh, I think Koenigsegg is my least favorite. Mm. I am not, I'm not interested in Koenigsegg. I'm, I'm really I don't know like I I feel like I should be because yeah. of what it is and all the crazy innovations that Christian von Koenigsegg has is brought to the freakish mad scientist by it's the way it's insane like their new car that has a transmission that can be a legitimate manual transmission or an automatic is wild it's crazy just like there's so many wild things that he's brought to the game yeah and I just could not care less. There's somebody locally that bought a Koenigsegg. Okay. The um maybe two months ago, three months ago. Yeah. And it's been like the talk of the town. And I I honestly I just couldn't care less. And I have no idea why. I so the the innovations that they've had, that they've created, the engine and the like all of the all of the things that they've done, I feel like they're really pushing not just in an electrified sense like Remac. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they're really trying to develop cool stuff. I agree, um, which I, I think is cool. Yeah. I think I think the individual things they're developing are cool. The cars as a whole, I'm not okay. super interested. Not in. sold on. And I don't know if it's like the unobtainiumness of those cars. Okay. Because if I'm being honest, like I don't know if any of those really do much for me. I think of those, Pagani is probably the top for me. Yeah, because I, they still build actual cars, kind of. Yeah, but I'm yeah, I'm just not not super interested. Okay. So. Okay. Um. Last on the well, actually, yeah, no, we'll go to the last one on the list. Okay. Is Lancia. Lancia, 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 Lancia. Yeah. Whatever you prefer. Another Italian company and undeniably a cool car company to me. Absolutely. You have my favorite. Oh, man. I, it's so hard to pick a favorite car. <laughs> the Stratos. Yeah. Stratos the, is so cool. In the Alitalia green and red and white livery, to me, there's nothing cooler. Just so everybody can get an idea of how cool this car actually is. You know, like the little door pockets on the side of mm-hmm. most cars where mm-hmm. you can put things? Yeah. You know what fits perfectly in the door pocket of a Lancia Stratos? Rustproofing? I don't know. A helmet. A hel- it has that- a specific spot in a so, Lancia Stratos so for a cool. racing helmet. It's so cool. It's, uh, they are, it doesn't get any cooler than that. It does not that. get any cooler than that. No. Um, 
And that is, to me, I can see why this would be easily on the list. Yeah. What about the uh, the Delta Integrale? That, to me, is one of my favorite cars of yep. all time. So the Delta Integrale, uh, mid-80s, late-80s, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, rally car, all-wheel drive. Yes. One of the most fantastic hot hatches of all time. Yeah. So one of the best things that came from the crazy ra- World Rally Championship days of that generation is how they had to make a certain amount of road going versions of the rally car. So you got things like the Delta Integrale. Yep. Homolog- uh, homologation. Homologation. That's right. So that's the word I was looking for. Homologation means that in order for some racing series, if uh, an automobile manufacturer wanted to compete in that racing series, they had to create a certain number of cars to sell to the public so that they're able to race that car in the racing series. So with the Delta Integrale, they did that. And there was a certain number since they wanted to race that in uh, Group B. Was it Group B? I group think C? it was I think it was Group B. Um, rally, they had to make, sell a certain number of them to the public. And that's where we got things like the 959, yes. um, the Stratos. A lot of these were homologation specials that so are cool. just so amazing. Gotta love it. So I, I totally agree with that. Um, I, now I need to go buy some, something Italian. I need something Italian. Yeah. Well, there's a sweet movie coming out that you uh, just sent me. I just me. sent you the trailer for it. Oh my gosh. I can't wait for that movie to come out. Okay. So let's lay a little bit, a little bit of groundwork okay. for our listeners who might not know. So if you all remember when for, uh, Ford versus Ferrari came out. Yeah. I don't remember. It was like 10 years ago. It wasn't that long ago. Maybe. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You keep going. I'm gonna Time is up. a constant blur. Uh, so Ford versus Ferrari, of course, the story of uh, Carroll Shelby, Enzo Ferrari, uh, racing uh, the yeah, GT40. <laughs> Ten years. <laughs> racing the GT40 uh, against the Ferrari and basically just going head-to-head in the battle that ensued. Uh, there is another movie similar to that coming out that is, um, gonna, I think it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be so good. Do you remember the title of it? I don't. Uh, Lancia versus Audi. Is that the title of it? Yeah. Mm, so yeah, it's gonna be so good. It is going to be fantastic. So it's about Groupie Rally, and Groupie Rally is kind of widely considered to be the craziest racing series of all time. Yeah. Unlimited uh, horsepower, no real regulations. In the mid to late '80s, and drivers died all the time. Even in the mid to late 80s, which is crazy. And just the things that they were doing, uh, you know, driving 150 miles an hour on a one lane dirt road through a forest in the middle of the night. Yes. Just (laughs) blows my mind. So if you go out and you look for uh, group B rally clips, you're going to spend your whole day there and it is fantastic. But this movie is going to be the story about Lancia and Audi. And how they did, uh, how they battled. So for the world championship, yeah. Right? So Lancia was a very storied rally team, and then Audi came out with the Quattro, all-wheel drive, baby, all-wheel drive, and it was completely changing the landscape of what rally was. I mean, Audi is famous for their Quattro system, uh, even now. So they built like a whole brand. Yeah, like their whole yeah. automotive brand now is basically based on. We have all-wheel drive. My low-back tattoo that says Quattro <laughs> right. <laughs> is because of that. 
but they so it's going to go into this battle and lancia to battle the audi quattro um came out with a car called the o37 which is one of the coolest it's not the most beautiful it's kind of awkwardly proportioned so is the quattro for being fair yeah but the o37 is the last rear wheel drive uh rally car to be really successful yeah i think they won a world championship with that i car. didn't want to give away mm-hmm. spoiler alert <laughs> we're supposed to say that before <laughs> but yeah it is so just edit I'm that s- out i'm so excited for it because the ford versus ferrari movie was so fun but this is even a little bit more car guy niche it is yeah um because it doesn't have brad pitt and matt damon in it <laughs> right which is oh, i love brad pitt and matt damon yeah, truth, truth be told um but just this is going to be so cool i can't wait it comes out uh first part of next year and i'm here for it it's gonna be so it's good. gonna be good yeah so that uh was there anything else you wanted to touch on because that was a full hour of rocking good times <laughs> i would just like to dedicate this podcast to the porsche panamera sport turismo that is no longer with us <laughs> keep talking <clears throat> yeah the uh porsche has killed my love i don't know a couple weeks ago we talked about murderers of love and it, no, porsche it's porsche didn't kill it. right. it's you <clears throat> fools who wouldn't buy it you nobody would buy the sport turismo yeah because they all wanted something different well now porsche took away our favorite wagon because yeah. we can't afford it and the people that could afford it didn't buy it and now i'm in a bad mood right yeah so for those of you who don't know the sport turismo panamera was the wagon version. And Porsche's decided to no longer make it because nobody bought it. Had the <laughs> longest name in the history of, had the longest available name. Yes. If you optioned it out in the history of automotive manufacturing. Yes. You, Can you could name it? get a Porsche Panamera Turbo SE Hybrid Sport Turismo. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's so, could you get it with the PDK transmission? <laughs> the Doppelkupplungsgetrieb. <laughs> yes. Oh, Porsche. Yep. Farewell, Panamera Sport Turismo. We hardly knew ye. Um, rest, in, rest in peace. <laughs> rest in peace. Um, we didn't get to your Porsche story. We didn't get to ah! the story of the Shark Blue 911 six-speed. Mm. Glorious. That keeps me awake at night. Um, so we'll talk about that next week uh, and potentially have a guest. That potentially our first have guest. a guest. Yes. Elon's clearing out his schedule. Um, he is. It's been difficult, but he's working it. He'll out. get there. Uh, no, we we really may have a guest, and I'm pretty excited for it. Me so, too. Until then, uh, see you.